back with another episode of Just My Opinion. I'm Ari with your buddy Mike. Hello, Mike. What up, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> Vibing with the warm-up this morning, I see. We started with BG style. <laughs> Hi, Mike, Mike. We should do the podcast just like that, talking like that. Hi, Mike, hi. I, th- I think we would make it about 10 minutes on our listeners, and they'd be like, okay, I'm done with this shit. Hi. <laughs> okay. So what's doing? up, big dog? How? No, how are you doing? I'm great. I had plenty of coffee already. So look, I'm like really hyper. I'm working I'll out as you. we're talking. I'm vibing. I got my bucks this morning. The Starbucks. The Bucks. Oh, so basic. The Bucks starts here. You do the rewards? You know, I really should. I should do the same with Chipotle. As much I, as I hate Chipotle, I go there I lose points because I never I, I buy stuff and never use them. Wow, must be nice. Real world problem. I, I keep forgetting to use them. I had Drop the... My vape. Kiwi strawberry refresher the other day, something like that. Oh, that sounds manly. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot as hell. That was the day that went with Onyx to get his school stuff, and the the pieces of kiwi are like bad. They weren't tasty. Huh? It wasn't tasty. Well, it tastes delicious, but the pieces of fruit, they're like pieces of cardboard. Well, it's like freeze-dried. Yeah. Nasty. Did I tell you, I got into a fight with a lady at Starbucks once. Like when I first started going to the Bucks. Like a fight? Not like a physical altercation. That would have been nice. Oh, it would have been. I mean, that's just what the news needed. I mean, this was like three years ago. Bro, I blew up on this lady because I was staying at the Gaylord in um, Kissimmee for a trade show. And, like, when you go to trade shows, like, you know, you drink a lot and stuff like that at nighttime with your customers. So, we were in line the next day to get coffees. And it was, like, 8 o'clock. Everybody there was pretty much hungover, which is fine. Like, it's, it's part of the experience. So, I'm in line, and I tell the lady. I had recently moved back from New York at this point. So, I tell the lady... Hey, I want to get that bacon, egg, and cheese, but instead of on, I think it came like on a, on like a, like an English muffin. I was like, I would like to get it on a croissant because I like croissants. <laughs> she literally goes, oh, sorry, we can't do that. Don't they already I come said, pre, pre-packed, you know, like made already? Yeah, well, that's, you're getting, you're, you're right to my point, Mr. Irizarry, because this is exactly where I exploded. And I said, what do you mean? You put the meat, instead of on this piece of bread, put it on this type of bread. Well, you see, they come prepackaged, and da-da-da-da-da. And I said, ma'am, I think your policy is to aim to please me. What the fuck? I'm not pleased if it's not on a croissant. Dude, I'm hungover. I'm irritable. All I want is a damn buttery croissant with my bacon, egg, and cheese on that. And we went back and forth. Melinda was there. She was so embarrassed. I would have slapped the shit out of you with the bagel. Bro, what kind of fucking restaurant charges $8 for a shit sandwich that they won't even at least give me the satisfaction of putting on the fucking piece of bread I want? I don't buy their food. Don't do that. I had the egg bites. Have you you traced the egg bites? That is some... How is it that an egg bite is 
Smaller than the real egg. Well, it's just a bite. <laughs> it's a small bite. I can well, at least I do just, the whole egg. You know, I guess I just get annoyed that I'm like, all the money people spend here and you guys can't get a fucking griddle. Like, just buy a Blackstone. But, yeah, Put but it in the back. Me, as, I'm here thinking as a manager now. It's okay. not you. Oh. But here, here's right. the thing. You want me to open a packed croissant to take it out to... <laughs> To, I'm damaging two things here because I want you want me to please you. The hell with you. Go to Wawa, bro. Nah, bro. I told her, look, I'm paying all this money for this stuff. Yeah, well, they're expensive. Sir, I'm I'm sorry. We're just not allowed to. And I'm like, man, this is some damn bullshit. And by the end of it all, this goes back and forth 15 minutes, dude. And she says, so, huh? Do you want the sandwich? I was like, give me the fucking sandwich. Yeah. We have a Starbucks at work. There's always a massive line. And they only have one window working, like one person at the window for a massive line of employees. I This is bad, but every time, every morning I walk by and I want a coffee, I see the line, I get so mad, I literally yell, bitch, for no reason. <laughs> Just like, oh, there's Starbucks, bitch. Yeah, literally. I walk by, bitch. And I keep walking because I get mad. I want coffee well, and there's a massive line because everybody needs to get their orders. They have like 10 names in one. A mocha, fracuda, frappuccino. I just yeah, want coffee. I want, I want two pumps of chai, extra ricotta. Yeah. Let me get the risotto, espresso. Bitch. I know. I hope you get the diarrhea. That's all I want to yeah. say. I hope you they get should... the runs. I just want coffee. I think they should make two lines at Starbucks. Mm. If you're going to modify the menu, that's a line. And if yeah. you want just a standard drink, this is a lot. So since COVID, back in before COVID, this is what twenty years ago. Tom, you, you uh, used to order a coffee, regular coffee. They give you the coffee, and next to the I don't know, they have the little counter where you have the sugar, cream, and all that stuff. You get it ready to your taste. They can never get it right since after COVID because now they will ask you how much creamer and sugar you want on your coffee. They never get it right. I always add the same thing. I want creamer. Seven regular sugars. Thank you. A grande coffee. Never tastes the same. Tastes bitter. Sometimes it's too sweet. It's a mess. They never they never get it right. I don't know why whoa, I keep going. Whoa. But let's take a second to acknowledge what you just said. Seven fucking sugars? Yeah. My God. You're it's a, a cavity. It's a, it's a grande. So you're not even getting a venti? And you're throwing no, seven because sugars in there? I don't get a venti because by the time I'm done, it's going to be cold. And I don't like to heat uh, in the microwave for coffee. Bro, I don't care what you say. That's a lot of sugar. Oh, f- oh here we go. Oh, here That's we go. That's a lot of sugar. Oh, oh excuse my me. bad, Mr. <laughs> Dr. Roberts. <laughs> Dr. Rob, babe. Yeah. Dr. Rob, come see me for all your medical needs. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm sure all the listeners are wondering the same thing. Like, damn, he just breezed by that. Seven sugars. Holy shit. Can't tell why I'm always, a, I'm always high as hell. Man got an ice cream cone for breakfast. <laughs> I didn't know that was a lot of sugar. I don't know if it's a lot. Maybe other people don't think it is. But it well, just sounds... You know. I, I just don't understand. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm, I'm upset about something that is my fault. Because if it's so bad, why I keep going back? You know, I have that. Look, I mean, what for the past three weeks, I think I've bitched on this show about Chipotle, and mm-hmm. I go to Chipotle two or three times a week. Yeah, and it's not like their cra- the coffee is great because it's not great. I don't know. I just it's, there's one at work, so I keep going. 
the thing about Starbucks is shit or not shit is it's consistent. It's consistent to the point not consistently where consistently bad. What you know that you will it will taste that way. Yeah, go to a normal coffee house and get like a caramel macchiato. It doesn't. Taste I don't think the they same. even know what that is. You say That's that, the old lady will look at you like, boy, you're in the wrong place. And that's what I mean. That's why people put up with the bucks. Is it's like, yeah. like it or love it, we have a thousand million locations. That's not even a number. Uh, a million locations. But I've, I never world. ask for those stuff. I never. Never. I only ask for black coffee. That's it. But see, that's that's why you don't enjoy it. Yeah. you go to Starbucks and get traditional drinks. I don't need that shit. I'm telling you, their names are too long. Why would I get something I cannot even pronounce you? So what's your drink when you go to the Bucks? Coffee. Black coffee. That's it. I don't need a mocha frappuccino, faca with a better fetter vino. Bro, now you're making me sound bougie, but you know what I get? I get a non-fat. Oh, I get a venti. Here we go. Venti, non-fat, caramel macchiato, upside down. Upside down? What the hell is that? That means they mix it for me. King so they status, don't, they, baby. They, they don't mix it for you anyway? When you get a caramel macchiato, it's typically separated. The coffee and the milk that goes into it is separated. <sighs> so when you get it upside down, it mixes together. That's some bullshit. Bro, I, I drink is... a lot of coffee, and you know me. I drink, like, coffee all day. That is that is not coffee. That is just some bullshit name. Bro, it's like three shots of espresso in this mother trucker. You need to say all that for for that? For Bro. for shot of espresso? You know what? I feel the same way whenever we translate Spanish to English. And it's like, he said he wants rice. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you just said all these things to say, has espresso. <laughs> it's the same reason. Now we're meeting in the middle. We just found a language. <laughs> a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. And like, um,. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Chipotle is very similar. And you know what What really sucks about... What sucks about these kinds of establishments, Starbucks, Chipotle, is they got you. They got you because of supply and demand. They're accessible, and they can give you shit service and attitude, and you'll put up with it. Because they you'll know there's... You leave, there's 10 more coming. What? Yeah, bro. Where are you going to go? Moe's? If you're a Chipotle guy, you don't go to Moe's. I like Welcome their queso. Moe's! You like, you like Moe's queso? Yeah. I do like Moe's queso better, but if you're a Chipotle guy, you don't convert to Moe's. Yeah. And if you're a Moe's guy, you don't convert to the Chipotle. To, to the what? To the Chipotle. Oh, God. It doesn't happen. You don't mix it up like Such that. You pick a, a team, win or die. You ride with it, bro. With the Chipotle. The Chipotle. <laughs> oh, my God. We lost it. That's going to go on a t-shirt. The Chipotle. Anyway... Catch me at the Chipotle, bro. I don't know. I'm sorry. You know what, what I did? What a solid intro. What? I got the vaccine. Oh, shit. With a needle. Yeah. No. Okay, stop. So, let me tell you, this is embarrassing for my kids. So, I go to Walgreens to get the vaccine. And, well, Sasha had made the appointment for me. I get there. <laughs> I'm already nervous. I'm sweating. And uh, there is a former co-worker <laughs> doing uh, it. 
Yeah. Good or By bad? Way, did you fire this coworker? I'm gonna say yes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you know why? I'm not gonna say with a reason. I see that, right? Well, I don't see why. We're not saying the person's name. She got caught stealing. Ah. Use a thief. Huh? Use a thief. So I was a little concerned already. Use a steal. Okay. Going into it. Um, so I go and uh, I said, hey, um, I have an appointment. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Long time no see. Oh my God, so good to see you. <laughs> I was like looking at my kids like, I got to go. So the lady says to me, we only have the two of the Pfizer. And I said, well, I'm not doing that. I only want the one shot because I want to get this done. Well, but that's all we have. I said, I'm sorry, I said, I'm not doing it. It's like, we can do it right away. It's not a big deal. I said, well, it is a big deal to me. You you don't understand. Like, what do you mean? I said, I have a huge phobia of needles. I want to get one shot and I'm done. Oh, sorry. Well, let's do that real quick. No! Like, I... <laughs> literally, that's what happened. No! Not doing it! My son goes like, Dad... What? What? What are you going to say? I'm done. Let's go. Literally left. I left Walgreens. I was mad. I left. I get in my car. I'm frustrated. And so my kids were trying to calm me down. Blah, blah, blah. So I ended up going to this place that apparently um, they were doing the one shot. So I left I left Walgreens with a bad attitude. I made a scene. Pretty, pretty bad. Then Sasha's calling me upset. Why you do that? Blah, blah, blah. The kids told her, you know, it was bad. So I ended up going somewhere in Orlando, which apparently is a drive-through to do this. I didn't look, it looked, took, didn't look good. It looked a little sketchy. But I got the paper. That's what matters. I got my passport. <laughs> anyway, so you you scan the QR, you do the registration, turn around, you do the uh, drive-through, and the guy says he, he looks at me again. He's like, "You okay?" I said, "No, man, I'm not okay. I I can't look a needle. I can't see it." So. My arm is like outside of the door, hanging on the door, and he actually puts his arm, his hand on my arm, and he's like, like caressing me. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. He's petting you. I got you. Did it help? Uh, it helps. Sounds like it helped. It helps so much that all of a sudden I feel like him pressing my arm, and when I look, he was putting the bandaid. He was done. Wow. Shout yep. out to that guy. Right? It was so nice. I said, man, you don't you don't understand what you just did to me. What you did for me. I really did say that. Like, you don't understand. Yeah. Nothing. Like I felt Bill, nothing. Sounds like a Bill Cosby victim, how smooth that guy was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, who knows? Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to sue him. Sorry, that's too soon. <laughs> too uh, soon. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, well, I'm not going to sue him. He deserves to have a career. Um, so oh, anyway. that's good, bro. Yeah. You had a peaceful experience. He says to me, wait out here for 15 minutes. If you feel nothing, you can go home after that. If you feel something, come back to me. Right. All of a sudden, after when I'm, I'm waiting, I feel this, this heat in my arm and like somebody punched me in the arm, you know, that kind of f pain. Yep. Like warm. I start freaking out. Oh my God. Oh my God. Am I going to lose my arm? Like I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, it's normal, man. You're going to be fine. It's okay. I'm like, oh, okay. But other than that, yeah, it was fine. Start, start petting you again. You just, psh, another needle. Yeah. 
<laughs> you okay, you okay. Oh, you. but yeah. I have my paperwork, so screw that. I'm done. Congratulations, bro. It was Congratulations. awful. What an experience. What was your shopping experience like last week, too? We spent all day driving around, going to stores, malls, for his damn sneakers, and we could not find him. I get home, ready to take a shower, find him online, bought him. All day for that. Mm. But I spent so much money on food on that kid. Pretzels. Pretzels, five guys, um, name it. Name it. And by the way, five guys at the mall is more expensive. Oh, yeah. Tack an extra dollar fifty on that thing. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. But he got his stuff. But we spent all day. And we get nothing until we get home. Ugh. That's frustrating. But, yeah. And then to work uh, out. Yeah. Speaking of working out, we're going to talk oh. about a little bit about that 75 hard program, bro. Mm-hmm. Dude, that has been... Uh, I am on day 69. Yeah. And I am ready to be done. <laughs> I am ready to be done. The next time we record this podcast, we will both be completed. Yes. And. Agree. I mean, not to just talk bad about it, because it's been what I would describe as an awesome program. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's definitely. I've, I can't say that everybody's going to learn the same stuff. But, I mean, it's it's helped me a lot in mm-hmm. my day-to-day. What about you? You know, I, it's going to sound really bad because I'm ready to be done. I've been That's ready. Okay. I've been ready on and off. I, there's weeks that I'm like, I want to keep going. There's weeks that I'm like, I'm done with this nonsense, you know? I think especially on the weekends when you're supposed to be off and you want to yeah. enjoy relaxing time, that's when it hits you. Oof, I got to get up from the couch and actually go work out. So that's when you, when you, you get upset, I guess, you know. Uh, but I think that happens with anything, even with work. You're, after your weekend, you don't want to go back to work either, right? So. Yeah. No, I mean it's, um, and to, and to reel it back in for those of you guys that are just now listening in, uh, maybe it's your first episode or you're listening just to hear this, because um, I know I did make a post this week, not to say that's why we're gonna have everybody listen, but. Um, I know we mentioned this last week too, talking about 75 hard, 75 hard is a free program, um, that anybody can join in on. We're not paid by them or anything like that. It's just something Ari and I had decided to do, um, around the same time. Uh, it's something that I would highly recommend if you're in a state where you kind of feel like you're just stagnant, uh, currently, or maybe Well, it's not for everybody. It's It's really not. It's not for lazy bitches. So if you're lazy, well, it's true. If well, and, and and it is true. I just I feel like seventy five hard could also help some lazy people get out of that state. But you gotta want it. Like it's not for the weak. Mm-hmm. If you want to be lazy, hard, that's different. Yeah, seventy five. That's hard okay. Is a, no, is a no excuses program. Uh, you have I believe it's a total of six tasks a day or something like that. Maybe it's eight, but you have no cheat meals. Uh, meaning no fast food, no fried food. Mm-hmm. You and I mean, well, that's clear, right? And then the rest of those details, like there is like subcategories to that, like you yeah. know, obviously no sweets of like cakes and uh, things like that. Uh, also, no alcohol, 
which is a big stickler for a lot of people. I don't know about you, but when people ask me about it, when I talk about no alcohol, that's when I have more people than anything say, oh, I can't do it. So Isn't that interesting? It is very interesting because I'm like, the way I pitch it to people, whenever they, and keep in mind, they ask me about it. So I'm sure the same thing happens to you. I'm like, bitch, I didn't go out of my way to tell you about this. You were like, oh, what are you doing for your workout thing? Yeah. So then they start complaining. Oh, my God. Why? I, you don't help. Yeah. Get away. You know, and what, that's, what, the good thing about all these, this program is if during all these days, 75 days, for me, it's day 70, I think it is. I think I'm one day old. One day ahead yeah, of I you. think you're one day ahead of me. Um, I have been like so focused in it that I am not doing anything out of those out of outside of those seventy five days that will put me in a position to mess it up. I will. If say you understand that. what I mean, I do because basically, you you know you really you start to prioritize what you do and don't spend your little bit of extra time on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because like you said, it's a full-time job committing to 75 hard. Yeah. Or at least for me, it felt like that. Um, yeah, it's like doing you know, drugs. You, you know, you know drugs are bad for you, so you stay away from those people that are bad influence to you. So in my case, I moved from Puerto Rico. Um, uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> no, but you, and on top of that, so you have no alcohol, no cheat meals. Uh, you have to stick to a diet. So like whatever diet you so choose, stick with it. Uh, you, which was kind of cool for me personally. Cause like I've started diets done like 20, 30 days. I know you've been more successful at dieting in the past than myself, but that was kind of neat for me to experience. And then you also have to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book, mm-hmm. uh, every day. So something motivational, business minded, bettering yourself, whatever, um, something like that to that degree, which that has been one of my favorite things, hmm. um, has been the reading. Um, I'm not a big reader, man, traditionally. Not a big so, reader guy. Yeah, um, so I knew from the beginning, I, I had two concerns. And one, the first one was going to be the drinking. Um, I, never about the diet, because I can go on and off of any diet very easy. I just cut it, let's go. Yeah, you're uh, really good about that. But the alcohol part, was I, I was really concerned about it, but I've been really good about it. No stress. My biggest issue from day one until right now has been the reading. I hate reading. I, I'm too hyper, I guess. I cannot sit and read. Or even if I'm doing audio, I am thinking about something else. My mind doesn't stop for a minute, you know? Um, it's very, very difficult for me. Very. I have... I go back and forth looking for different things to to read, and it doesn't matter how good it is; it will not make me sit and, and read it or or listen to it. So, with seventy five hard forcing you to do that, I have to do it. It's not that it's, I've done better. Okay, but you're. I but, just do it because I have to. I'm not yeah. good at it. I will never. I know that I will never be good at it. Actually, I well, get upset when I ha- when I have to do that in the day. I'm like, oh shit! Can't wait to be done with this. And for those of you wondering right now, if you can listen to an audiobook, you cannot. You have to, like Ari's saying, like he hates reading, mm-hmm. and you still have to make time for it. This is a, that's one of the things that I think drew you and I both to it is the no excuses portion of it. Mm-hmm. Because the whole concept of seventy five hard is, and there is a couple more rules, 
but is if you break any of these rules, even the slightest, silliest rule, yeah, you have to start over. Now, there's nobody you're reporting to necessarily but yourself, but I think yeah. that's kind of like the subconscious rule of it all is are you being honest with yourself? Like you learn so many, it's a mental program. It's not meant for you to lose 500 pounds. I mean, can you lose weight and look better? Sure. It's a byproduct, but it's really a mental program to you sticking with stuff when it's hard. Cause it is very hard. Mm-hmm. And it I don't is. know about you, but here in these last, like once I passed day 65, these last 10 days have been some of the longest days. Really? I think yeah, for like me I'm, was, I'm ready, bro. I'm in, ready. In, the, in the middle of it was a little tough for me. I'll be very honest with you, and I already mentioned this to Sasha. Um, once we're done, I told Sasha I'm going to take a few weeks. Uh, I mean, I'm going to continue to work out, obviously, but I'm going to take a few weeks, and I told Sasha I might do it again. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once you've completed 75 hard, there are, and you may want to do this, you may just want to do 75 again. There are phases. Okay. And I don't know all the details. Um, I'd have to reach out to some friends to find out. Um, but there are phases that you can do that are 30-day phases that you can only do after you've completed 75 yeah. hard. That yeah. essentially what they do is is they add a couple more things to your checklist. Couple, yeah, so, more challenges. You know, I'm, you know me, I'm very organized, very detailed, and I, I plan everything. I have to plan everything. So having the 75 heart challenge was I have something that I need to do. And if I don't do it, I feel like I'm in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it becomes a a must for me. And I like yeah, and I think And I think you and I were joking. What was it, like two or three weeks in? And you yeah. told me you wanted some whiskey, and I said, "Yeah, just send me a hundred bucks right now." Yeah, and that's it. No <laughs> or whatever more. we bet it on. <laughs> I haven't talked about it since. I was like, "Done." <laughs> I was like, "Done." Okay, thank you, sir. I was like, "Bro," I said, like, "Yeah, you can do it. Send me a hundred bucks right now. Call it a day." Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's no drinking. Also, you have to. This is gonna sound silly to a lot of people. It, just, it definitely curbs people. But the only thing that 75 hard really costs you is five bucks for mm-hmm. the app and yep. that's it it's a one-time fee once you got it you got it um and it's not mandatory that you have the app but to me it would be really tough without it like i enjoyed having the app uh mm-hmm. but it you have to take a photo of yourself like a progress photo every day uh-huh. and the craziest part about the progress photo is i know more people that have had to restart 75 hard because of that photo than anything else Oh, yeah? Really? Yes. I know at least three people that have failed or restarted, and I'm not picking on them, but have had to restart because they did their reading. They did their workouts. They did um, everything else. They stuck to their diet. They drank the gallon of water, by the way, which we'll get to, is also on there every day. You have to ingest a gallon of water. And they failed. Mm-hmm. Because they forgot to take their picture. Why well, I set reminders, so I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. No, and look, that's the whole point, right? Is like yeah. you said, you're a great planner. Yeah. But at the same time, this helped you become a. I feel like this is going to do. It's only going to sharpen what you're good at, and mm-hmm. help you improve what you're bad at. And yeah. 
if you really embrace it. Like you, you have to enjoy this program, and it is a no excuses program. You, for people that want to get to the next level, this is an excellent program. Mm-hmm. Excellent program. Um, and for those people looking to weed out the bullshit in their life, fantastic program. Yeah. Um, it, and with that, you know, so the photo is kind of cool because obviously at the end you get to see the differences in the progress photo, which is cool for everybody. And I if can't you wait. Still- I don't look at it. I, I, the other day I, I, I looked at it and I was like, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I take the picture because you have to. And then I, that's it. I don't even, I don't want to even click on it because I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. You don't want to so, ruin it yet. You want to wait till the end. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I and I and I saw one the other day that I texted you. I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is not working. This is not working out. I don't like it. I don't like it." You know? I don't it's know. It's crazy, right? Like you don't realize like um I've looked at photos here in the past couple of weeks, like on Facebook memories that have popped up. It <coughs> sorry. And I'm in, and I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I'm literally embarrassed because like I remember the days where I thought I was I thought I was good. I was like, "Oh yeah." And I'm looking back like, "Whoa, look at this guy." You know, mm-hmm. so the program itself is really very very helpful in that sense. Obviously the photo stuff, I know a lot of people like that. Um, but the cool part about the photos is is by the time it's said and done is you you have a legitimate side-by-side, like something you'd see on a hydroxycut commercial, really, because, and you don't have to. There's no supplements or pills required to do this. Yeah. Um, and, All natural. Yes, sir. And you can do, what is it? It is, uh, so you have to do two workouts a day of yes. at least 45 minutes or longer. And they, one of them is optional to be indoors or outdoors, and the other one is mandatory outside. Mm-hmm. Very interesting because that does also get a lot of people. Like, yeah. what if it's nighttime? Again, not my yeah. problem. The only reason you're doing it at night is because you didn't schedule it to do it in the morning. Yeah. And you can literally walk, run, ride a bike. You can push your elliptical machine in your front driveway. And I don't mean do this in your garage. I mean, you have to be outside. And what's interesting about that is, is I really have little to no patience for people on that one because I'm like, bro, I'm not asking you to do anything crazy. Take your dog on a walk. Yeah. Like, no big deal. And people are like, oh, well, it's too hot. It's me and the Florida Andy just completed this or didn't complete it yet. So I'm going to be careful, but almost there in Florida in the summertime. Yeah. If we can do it. Exactly. You can. My issue's been, you know, not an issue, but I have a crazy schedule for work. You know me. So if for I, you, if it's I, it's definitely tough. With oh, the my days are too long because if I work in the morning, my let's say my opening my my opening um, shift is six in the morning till three, which means I have to get up at four, right? So then I will have to go gym, do the outside workout, and then you have to go home, be a dad, be a husband, and then if I'm closing, right? My shift is three o'clock till midnight, so that means I have to get everything done before. You know, a lot of it done before, or so you get up really early, give you the few hours in between, do the other workout. I mean, it's it's tough. And you just mentioned something there that is a key point for everybody to know: there has to be separation uh-huh. 
between your two workouts. And I don't yeah. think a lot of people realize that because I know a lot of people I've talked to are like, oh, that's fine. What I'll do is, is I'll go to my gym and walk outside and then I'll go work out in the gym. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh-uh, can't do that, bro. Yeah. I'm like, it, that's not two workouts. You yeah. have to have a it's couple hours tougher. in between. When I work 10 in the morning till 7 o'clock, it's even tougher because you have to get up earlier to do one workout, go to work, then do another workout. Yeah. And it's oh. and it, it's miserable at times. I know there was yeah. days in the gym where I set a 45-minute timer. And I was like, I'm going to do my best to do what I can. Yeah. And I'm doing 45 minutes today. You know, like, I'm not saying this is easy. But that's the whole point of it, right? Is to see yeah. if you can stick with it. And being honest with yourself. And you become aware. I don't know if you got this. But like, kind of like what you were saying earlier, I feel like you did, um, was that I noticed how many people out there make excuses mm-hmm. over shit more so in this All program. my friends have asked me about the program, zero have started it. One of my best friends, when you talk to him, when I talk to him and I text him, he's like, man, I'm tired. I've been working. I've been working all day. And I'm like, it makes me feel like, what do you think I do? Yes. Do you think I'm home collecting... I don't know, some kind of benefit. Like, do you know how yeah. many hours I work a week? And then on top of that, we do this on the on our day off, we're, we're recording this podcast. Then we got to work on editing and all that crap. You know, we do the workouts. We are, we're family. We have family. And I, it bothers me when somebody says, man, I'm t- I don't know. I'm too busy. I, I work all day. Bitch, please. And how are you supposed to make it to the next level? Yeah. If you're not willing to push yourself, you have yeah. to be able. That to is my push. biggest frustration. I have a friend that every time I text him, he's like, "Man, I'm just tired of work because of work." And I'm like, I, I tell Sasha like, "What do people think that we do?" I'm very refreshed to hear you say that because, like I said, there is, and to your point, like there's just so many people. Like, that have asked me about 75 hard that they'll be like, oh, man, yeah, that, like, you look great or whatever. And I'm like, well, look, let me just be clear. Again, it's not a physical challenge. It's a mm-hmm. mental challenge to see if you can do these things. And they'll be like, oh, my gosh, I just I couldn't imagine not drinking over the summertime. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but here's the thing, bro. There's 365 days in a year. Yeah. All right. I'm asking you not to drink. For literally 75 days. Yep. If you want to get wasted the day afterward, by all means, do your thing. Um, But I think the whole point of this is to show you what your mind is capable of putting you through and getting you through if you're willing to. I think that was the whole intention by Andy Frisilla, the guy who started this. And there is a book on 75 Hard. You guys can pick it up. Um Really, 75 hard needs to be giving us some dineros on this. But uh, is that... Dinero! Mucho dinero! Mucho dinero, mi amigo! Uh, You can definitely buy the book. It's $20. Uh, The book was written by not like some crazy author. It's written by the founder of the program. It's really quite an easy read. Uh, A Mm -hmm. lot of... I think it's almost triple-spaced. But it is a... (laughs) it, It is kind of a good book. It will get you fired up. I have a few co-workers that have started the program to try it out. I have a few that will not try it, but I have some people that were motivated to at least get back in the gym. So, and the physical side of it has been beneficial for, I know both you and I, I mean, dude, you're a freaking qualifier for the next bicycling part of the Olympics. 
at this point. Let's get it. Let's get that. What do you do? You, 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 I think over the course of this program, we had it, we talked about it on one cast. You did a 60 mile ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's the thing in the 60 somethings. My goal is, but I, I, when summer is done, my, my goal is to do a hundred. I, that's my goal. So but it's too hot. A, it's too hot. You, yeah, it really is. Like, I think in October, I definitely think you can bang that out. Maybe oh, even I will. November. I'm on vacation. I have one more week of work, and then I'm starting vacation. Um, I'm going to test it out because I go at 6 in the morning. Ah, um, uh, yep. But but I got to be back by 11. At least, because at 8 o'clock, like today yeah. we went on our walk. On Sundays, we try to sleep in a little bit. Yeah. And this morning, we went on our walk at 8.30. And man, was yeah. it! Woo! Man, when I do bike, I do more than forty-five minutes out there. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's like but, us when we go to the gym. I spend a longer yeah. time in the gym. But uh, and I gym, yeah, we do spend a lot of time. So, but uh, the days that I do bike, um, that I have the time, like on Mondays. Mondays is like I kill it because on Monday I go to the gym, right? Because I'm off on Monday, and I do more than forty-five minutes doing weights and stuff. But then I, I, I go really early in the morning to do my bike because I have nothing going on. Man, I'm telling you, I go for four hours and it's like, just disappear out there. Yeah, it's like a whole new world. And that's what I mean. Like, you do really good at the biking. And, like, I admire you for that. I've always said that. And, that, and biking is something that you found a passion for, I think. I mean, it's been a while since I've known yeah, you. for years. I mean, you've on been and biking. off for years. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'd like to get into, I mean, I know I've t- me and you have been mountain biking before, but that's totally different than road biking. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do it one day. It's so good. You just get a little yeah. backpack, put some water. Let's go. Take a couple fruits. Let's go. You got to take fruits, some fruits. Huh? Yeah. A few fruits. Yeah. Um, I don't know, banana, something, something that, that just, you know, helps. give you a little bit more of a boost. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. And I think that's awesome. I mean, like, and that's the cool part for people. Like, as I tell people, look, if you don't want to walk and you want to run, if you want to ride a bike, ride a bike. If you want to go outside and do yoga, I don't give a shit. But you Sasha's must. Sasha's a walker. Spend... Oof. Sasha can go all day walking. So when we work mm. out outside that we have to walk, it's no 45 minutes. I'll tell you that. She goes for a long time. You see, I can't sugarcoat it because of our weird schedule, what we've had to do. Because, like, Melinda started the program with me. I'm not trying to put her on blast, but she unfortunately was one of the people that forgot to take her picture. Oh. So she has since, unfortunately, quote-unquote, failed the program, but has stuck to everything else with me. Love her to death for that. Um, Even though Mm -hmm. she's not going to be a finisher of the program, she's still finishing it out with me as if she is going through the Same as Sasha, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I think it's great. I really yeah. appreciate that support from her. But, you know, the one thing I wanted to notate that I thought was awesome about Melinda's side of things is when she did drop out of the program, not to say she would have before, but how she handled herself failing was mm-hmm. impressive. Like, yeah. it was very impressive. She had an issue in the beginning. She misinterpreted the workout thing. So, like, basically she was running late for work. And she did a 30-minute walk and then did 15 minutes later in the afternoon and then went to the gym thinking like, hey, in totality, I did, you know, finish my 45 minutes outside. 
Can't do that. It it yeah. has to be forty five minutes straight. So after day six, she restarted, and then on day forty seven or fifty two, something like that, she failed again. And she was like, "Yeah, I'm just not restarting at this point." But her ownership level of that failure. But she's been doing really good even before the program. So she has, she has, and that's where I said like how she handled herself though, and that's where I want to notate how much of a mental program it is. When she failed on day six. Because the first two weeks of this program, they feel like you're never going to finish. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty universal. But your mind isn't fully changed yet. So you take it so hard. Not to say I yeah. wouldn't have. I would have taken it just as hard. But just a matter of she was in the experience and I got to see it. Dude, she was mad. Like, threw a fit, wasn't happy. Understandably. You know, and now, when she failed on day 47, handled it with class. And she came yeah. in, woke me up, told me, I think I failed. I forgot to take my picture. Just want to be honest about it. And that's the whole thing about the program is own your shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I, will, I will wake up, like, tired in the, some of the mornings that I will close or I was off. And I'm like, Ugh. I'll, let's say I, I still have 50 days to go. Ugh. My mom and dad, which are pretty fit, they were like, well, that's less than yesterday. I'm like... You're right. Let me get going. And it is, and it, and it is kind of cool, even on those days when you do finally get to lay down. Yeah. Either you appreciate the little bit of sleep you get to have that much more, or you're just proud of yourself when you get to check that last button and it says completed on the app. It's mm-hmm. like wow. And you. Learn I can't a lot wait to like, do that last day and, and see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it's gonna do on the app. Maybe right? it's just like, can you imagine some balloons pop and like surprise? <laughs> Congratulations! You guys you did, did it! Oh my oh, god! No. You get a yeah. Chipotle coupon! Yeah, get a little spade. Yeah, yeah, a little spade keychain or something. Seventy-five <laughs> completionist. No, it, it was very. Cool. I would, I would love a shirt. Hey, what is the name? What's the name of the guy? I forgot already. Andy Frisilla. We're gonna tag him one when we post this. We're gonna tag we him just tag so him. you know. Um, we, we can take some shirts, you know, we, we think we earned it. Yeah, Andy, hook us up, brother. Give us some first form stuff. Give us an interview, if anything. Ooh, yeah. That'd be nice. He's really, and dude, you talk about a hustler. Like, so I don't necessarily agree. And I'm being honest, because if he does listen in on this, I want to be transparent. Oh my shit. I don't necessarily agree with everything Andy says as far as his approach on shit. And I yeah. don't mean that that he's saying anything wrong because I usually like the root of what he's saying. It's yeah. just, it's just my, it's not necessarily my cup of tea every day. Yeah. Me and my friend Justin that we talk about on the podcast have this argument a lot because Justin is a huge fan of Andy's, big fan, really gets a lot out of everything he has to say, and I think that's awesome. Uh, me yeah. personally, it's not that I don't get a lot out of him because I'm happy that I learned seventy five hard from him, but I. You know, again, there's other motivational guys out there that really better suit me as opposed to Andy. Okay. Um, Just not my style all the time. But I will say, man, the guy's a hustler. He's got like six businesses. He started at the bottom. I mean, you learn a lot about this in his book. I mean, this guy Mm -hmm. came from Main Street, USA over in Missouri in the middle of nowhere. um, And then now owns six businesses. He has a supplement company. I mean, guy is a... You ain't denying the man is successful. True. You know, so it, um, I do respect him. Like I said, I respect him completely. 
it's uh, it's just not my favorite guy as far as mm-hmm. with that in that realm of motivational stuff. So, but again, I'm very thankful to have done the program. I hope some of our listeners give it a shot. Look it up. If you Google 75 hard, uh, there is a, a website that goes over it and kind of tells you some of the brief key points that we kind of touched on today. Again, a gallon of water is one we didn't really like harp on, but that is a mm-hmm. major requirement. A gallon of water a day. Yep. No excuses with this fucking program. Um, and believe me, if you think that's aggressive, you ought to hear Andy describe the program because he is <laughs> very in-depth. Yeah. Um, however, my one takeaway from doing the program, and I've tried to recommend this to some people, is I would encourage anybody considering to do the program to go ahead and purchase the book. Um, again, we're not getting paid from them. We have no code. But I did learn a bunch of nice little details about the program more in depth in the book. You learn a little sure. bit more about what to expect. <coughs> again, excuse me. I'm so sorry, guys. My, I've been very congested. But you learn a lot more about what's going on and what to expect in the program. Mm-hmm. Now, correct. Correct. On that note, I will. I want to take a, a crazy pivot because last week we didn't talk about movies and shows, and I hope nobody was let down because we're really consistent about that. But we had such a bomb time last week. I don't even care. But <laughs> I just want to apologize to you guys listening. But I watched Cocaine Cowboys this week on Netflix, and let me tell you, I am in love with that show. Yeah. Amazing, right? Bro, you transport yourself into those years and you were like, I wish I was that guy. (laughs) Isn't that bad? Oh, dude, no, you're 100% right. 100% right. Because I I fell in love after the first episode. I'm hooked. I'm hooked, right? So it's only a six episode miniseries. Uh, It's like a little docuseries thing on Netflix. If you guys haven't seen it already, Go check it out. You will not regret it. Cocaine Cowboys um, talks about the stories of Sal Maguda and yep. Willie Falcon. Oh, last name? Falca, Falcon. Yeah, Willie Falcon. Falcon. And uh, and Sal is wow. for Salvador. Salvador. That's short for Salvador. Yeah. And dude, the show. Uh, what was your take on it, bro? I, I I mean, obviously, clearly, I really liked it, and I'll go into some details. But I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the mic for a second. I, I, you know, it is. I don't want to jump parts here, but I, I'm just. There's so many little things that I like about it. Is what stands out to me is the hustle, because since they were really young, they already knew they didn't want to be, like, not in a bad way. They didn't want to be like their parents were, hustling, working so many jobs to earn their American dream, and they found this business, you know, to do these stuff and get paid so much money. Um, so quick, right? So they were determined to make money. Oh, determined. Um, yeah, that's I, what I, I was like. That's how I took it. I know it is not the the best way to earn the money and the best living, but they did it, man, and they took it to another level. Because for when every time, anytime you hear a story about uh, drug lords, for the first time, I was able to hear drug lords having a, an awesome life. These guys were living the life. They were enjoying the money they were making. If you listen to a lot of other stories, these people live hiding um, and paying other people to be able to be stay hiding, right? These guys were not. They were on boats. They were doing vacations. They were on ESPN racing boats. Yeah. 
So they had a great time. Yeah, and I, you know, to that, I would have to agree. And what I really liked about it that made it enjoyable for me was, and I'm trying to be, I'm trying to hold back without spoiling it for anybody that hasn't I seen know, it. I know, it's hard. It's hard but not to. But they didn't, I'll put it like this, they weren't known for killing people and getting well, into no. the guns. No, maybe they, not until later, but yeah. Correct. And that's my point where I said I don't want to give too much away. little yeah. teaser there, a little... Little tease. Yeah. They were tip. not. They were the good guys. I'm just essentially I'm just making money. Yeah, and they saw it as a business, and that's what I think is what allowed them to go so long, is mm-hmm. because people weren't threatened by them. No. As far as like in a, in a angry, nobody I'm was. Sure they were. Yeah, they respected them. There's a difference between the. You know, this is a perfect example of the difference of how do you rule by fear yeah. or respect. They were giving they back could, to the community too. Correct. Like they gave their churches, everything, scholarships. You you know what was crazy, and Melinda pointed this out because you know we kind of we. I'm not going to say I'm on the dark side of things, but like I could have made some bad decisions and probably been in. I don't know about that life, that extensive, but I think deep down inside, like you know, I I like Goodfellas. I like the I like that life of hustle, and I don't like looking over my shoulder, but I do like that life of hustle in the sense of like. Bro, those guys knew what they wanted, found a way to got, get there, and they did it. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys were second-generation immigrants uh, from Cuba, yeah. and I thought it was so impressive that they were able to get started, take this thing over, and accept the challenge. Now, um, you know, I later on in the series, as you start to get halfway through, I think that one side of that equation of those two gentlemen could have made some better decisions to start hiding, get away, fly True. out of town, something yeah. like my my good fellow's instinct kicked in of get the fuck out. At well, one point, to, that's when greedy comes in, right? Um, because one of them said, "I'm not retiring until I make a billion. So right there, I mean, come on. You know, I'm not gonna say this rudely, but I'm gonna say it honestly because I think people on the show already know. I think they needed at that point. They needed a white boy on the team. Tell them to, hey guys, we need to calm it down. I think we're getting a little crazy because what happened was is that Cuban sides showed out and these boys started saying "Papi Chulo es tu." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just the blunt truth. I'm not picking you on know, them when you said my girl's Cuban, but I I, I saw that side just and, through the. And words. I don't want to. Yeah, to your point, I don't want to keep saying a lot of stuff about the show because it's really good. I, it, it, everybody should watch it. But I was really impressed on how easy everybody around start snitching. How easy. Being, being Spanish, that is, you don't do that stuff. And, like, you know that. You know, you're born knowing that stuff. And when you look at the show, it seemed like everybody would start talking right away. Ooh, I got caught. Boom, let me say something. You know, and that's where I say, like, it's a double-edged sword with the I was fear very surprised. Very surprised. You know, but you know what didn't, what got me is there was a couple of the spouses. Bro, yeah. them, the women on this show, this is not a sexist comment. This is a compliment to the, to the ladies that were in yeah. that documentary. Very Hustlers, loyal. I love that. Loyal yeah. women, very attractive because of that. That trait to me is one of the most attractive traits. And not to say it shouldn't be... It, or that women aren't allowed to feel the same about a man, I'm sure. But it was just the fact that, like, there's a there's one guy in the show in particular 
um, that his wife, the blonde, Pete, the Peggy, uh, Peggy's, Peggy, Peggy, Peggy. Well, the yeah. the baby is little Pete. Yeah, and Peggy's wife, she was the best, bro. Like yeah. that girl. Do you think so? No, I think the other one, Sal's wife, yeah. she was running the payroll. Well, she was, and the thing was, that wasn't even his wife. Yeah, exactly. That was just his, Not his wife. You're right. You're right. That was his. That was just his. His his main girl. They had been best friends for years. She understood that, like, hey, sometimes we hook up. It kind of just means, yeah, yeah, we're friends that are safe. But, like, the loyalty expressed through this show was amazing. And I, I'm not gonna lie, like you said, bro. I I got in my car yesterday. I played the '80s music all day. Yeah. Like, just because I was vibing. Like, I was so envious because I felt like it was such a vibrant time. Miami Vice. That's what it looked like when their boats were o- over the water yep. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so vibrant. Was really cool. in the Isn't 80s. that Pitbull? Was that Pitbull singing? The yes. So P- Pitbull, Pitbull right? does all the audio. Yeah. He's, uh, I'm his, uh, his, his stunt double. So. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Pitbull, uh, did a lot of the audio for that. And I'm going to comment, like, this is kind of silly. We don't normally comment on this stuff, but. The way the documentary was put together, very good. I had yeah. no problem keeping up with it. Um, I liked the little timeline thing they did, and the music was hot. They really made it nice. And you know what I'm going to say, bro, um, as we get into these last few minutes? I'm sorry, guys. There's going to be people I know are offended. But fuck the government in yeah. this thing, bro. That is the biggest group of, again, without ruining it, sour losers. Yeah. That I've ever seen, bro. I couldn't stand the bull crap they were playing. Oh, I want to talk about it so much more. Like, mm-hmm. the bullshit they did and getting them other retur- attorneys removed was just like... It was irritating because you were playing unfair rules because you were like a little pissed off kid that didn't win. Now, yeah. I'm not saying Sal was right in how he was acting because that's when, yeah. he, that's well, when he started acting like an idiot. Talk about being a sore loser is that... This guy, regardless of what was going on, he was still living the life. And as it put yourself in that government position, like, I'm trying to catch you, and, and you're actually laughing in my face. And that's where I say they yeah. needed that little white boy to be like, hey, guys, yeah. I think we might yeah. want to go down to Venezuela. They did not care. No. Well, because for many years, they were untouchable. And I yeah. get it, right? Yeah. I guess I just, I've learned, like you said, so... I'm definitely not Spanish by no means, but I did come from a, a neighborhood where you had to learn, and uh, you learned to keep your mouth shut and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, bro, at that point, I'm out. I'm gone. Yeah, I'm saying show? it like that, and you know, so show? it just I did not, it? I did not like the government in that one. I didn't like them at all, bro. I was getting so yeah. mad the whole time. I'm yelling. I'm like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, the dirty tricks they were playing. The the. I'm even without saying anything. The trick, the bullshit that the judge did at the very end. Woo! Yeah. I was so mad. To this day, even. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And yeah. you know what? Melinda pointed out a good point, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to take this in a dark way. We got people out there with human trafficking right now. We got, you know, unfortunately, children are being thrown into that world. Correct. Rapist. And we would never, as a country, dump that amount of money they look they tried to put these guys away for 20 fucking years mm-hmm. and we would never put that kind of money into catching rapists human yeah. traffickers things it's like all that a game. it's all the game yeah 
but yet will mess with the drug people and try to get all their money. And where's that and money? The, because they the, claim everything stays in a storage, you know, and all this nonsense. Ah, oh, fuck that! Don't throw no storage, please. but I pay for their squad please. cars and their bullshit. And that's what that should be another mad. documentary. There should be a documentary of somebody investigating what happens to all the things that are taken away from drug lords. Yeah, when all it's these, seized. There, there has to be a whole different mafia. There has to be a mafia out there that takes care of all those things. There has yeah. to be a business. Because, dude, it's so irritating to me that we'll spend all these dollars and cents chasing these guys. And I'm like, bro. And the reason I guess it bothered me so much with this one is because they were nonviolent. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Were known as nonviolent offenders. And you're going after them like they were like they were cutting people's heads off. Hello? Mm-hmm. Like... I'm not saying drugs are necessarily the greatest thing in the world, bro, but, like, if they're not buying them from these guys, they're going to buy them from somebody else. Look at Jeffrey Epstein. Talk about sex Look at Jeffrey Epstein. What's that? And that's one guy that we're talking about. That's a one millionaire. That's one, because that's that's all it is. It's because of money, too. And I'm not trying to go down that road, but I am going to say, like, look at Hillary Clinton and that bullshit with Benghazi. Mm -hmm. Like... I mean, I don't know all the details of that, but I know that there's mm-hmm. enough pissed off people in the world, mm-hmm. left or right, that are like, so, yeah, that was fucked up, that she tried yeah, to hide that uh, shit. Correct. Let me tell you, because I don't want to change the, the subject drastically, but but that goes into, talk about the government and all that nonsense. I just watched on Peacock the documentary of Galen Maxwell, which is, I don't know what you want to call her, mistress, wife, not wife, girlfriend, lover of... Jeffrey Epstein. Talk about a life. These people were messed up. And if you've seen the documentary of Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein, it's a very similar documentary, but her side, if you, if you know what I mean. Her yeah. version of her life. How she was raised with this. Her dad. I don't know if you knew who he was, but this guy is... He was a horrible human being, you know? Um, so she pretty much followed daddy's footsteps you know um high society these you know what's it called blue collar people you know but they have these monsters in their closets amazing and that's what's that's what's fucked up bro is here we are yeah messing with these drug dealers she was a scout literally she was a scout i mean they're gonna go to court you know to try to prove it or whatever it is but she literally was the one at all these fancy dinners or driving around the city in west palm Driving around looking for girls for Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. How fucked up is that? And it's terrible. It's completely terrible. And you talk about, oh, well, one of the guys from the Cocaine Cowboys got out and started living the life again. When did this... This guy owned a fucking island, Jeffrey Epstein did. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was flying around having president people come over. Hell, dude, Mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton, again, not picking on her political status. I'm picking on her as a fucking person. Hillary mm-hmm. and Bill have hung out with her. She just mm-hmm. ran for president. Yeah. Like, well, she was a she was a Chelsea Clinton Clinton's daughter. They show in the documentary. That's how close they were. And that's I mean, what I'm saying. Well, the they were bullshit. Jeffrey Epstein was close to Trump too. Um, which, but there's a clip in the in the documentary. It looks so creepy. Jeffrey Epstein and Donald Trump. They're they're talking at this place, and you can tell as a guy. You and a friend when they're talking about, you know, some, some, you know? And the way the video looks, I'm just, I, it's so creepy, the way it looks, you know? It's so yeah, bad. It's, 
to me, it's just wild that the world wants you to perceive, especially the government, wants yeah. you to perceive that all these drug guys are the worst people on earth. And I'm not saying they're the greatest, yeah. but you're turning they, all your attention to that and not looking at the chess pieces they play. Yeah. So the documentary Ooh, for of Galen makes you think about what else is out there. And she is the key to all this mess. Okay? Because it has been proved that at Jeffrey Epstein's, there was cameras in specific spots of the house, meaning bedrooms, bathrooms. And when the FBI came into the house, all that disappeared. Who has all those tapes? Okay? So I think, you know, Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide or whatever happened to him. I think all this that was being recorded was to blackmail somebody. Oh, of course. And I think she, they have her right now on suicidal watch. Right now, I think it's because she has she has a lot hiding of a lot of people. I think it was. I I couldn't agree with you more, bro. And, and I think they knew from the beginning they were doing the wrong things. He was a pervert, disgusting. But I think when he got to the point that he became so close to all these important people, he knew that he was doing something wrong. He said, you know what? If I go down, somebody's going to go down with me. And that's where she came in and she was like, I got you. Because she was doing it for her dad. Yeah. And I, and I, and I don't want to leave everybody on a cliffhanger, but we definitely got to, we're coming to our end. But yeah. I, I do that again. I, I don't mean to go on a harp. Like I said, I do appreciate everybody out there, all these cops that are laying their life on the line every day. Don't get me mistaken. But these higher-ups in the government, mm-hmm. bro, they can kiss my ass, dude. That's just... Mm-hmm. Watching Cocaine Cowboys got me my inner dark side hyped. Yeah. And I was like, bro, this is ridiculous. Like, at the end of the day, I don't necessarily agree with everything they did, but they played the right chess pieces and were cheated. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. You guys check yep. that out. Cocaine Cowboys Please. on Netflix. And then, Ari, what was the one on Peacock? The Galen, Galen uh, Maxwell uh, story. Boom. The Galen yeah. Maxwell story on Peacock. Give that a listen. Oh, so uh, good. Yeah. It's very good. Again, it goes back it to her early days as a, as a kid and how you would think the reason that she is is today. It's really cool. Uh, I'm going to have to give it. I'm going to try to give it a look. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think we're done, man. My friend, this was a great show. Great time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, everybody, thank you again. As always, a nice little touch and follow up. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, Ari sent me the map this week of our presence in the United States, and I am beyond S- Sound like you said thankful. president. Oh, I'm sorry. This week. Wow. Yeah, sent us our map of our presence here in the United States, and I am beyond thankful and for all of our international listeners out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you um, for for giving us a listen. Please continue to listen to the show. Tell your friends about it. At least, uh, even if you're talking bad, we'll take that communication. We don't even care. if you don't hate it. To, yeah, tell people just like, oh, you have to listen to the shit show. So uh, maybe we'll jerks. get big enough one day. We'll at least get a sponsor. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but. On that note, my friend, I will talk to you soon. Will do. Adios, Adios. muchacho. Have a great day, brother.